Christianity isn't some polished, perfect thing that humans have mastered. We haven't, we haven't mastered it. The gospel is polished and perfect and God's word is, but we're all on our own journey trying to interpret and, um, see to the, to the core of it. And, you know, for, for, for me and for our Bible study, the core of that is the gospel and following Jesus. Um, but for a guy like you who just came into Bible study a little under two years ago, um, it's really important for a lot of folks out there to, to realize like there's all, like not, not one of us is, is pious and above anyone else. I don't care if we've been in there 25 years or for, it's our first day in Bible study. We're all on this, uh, this purposeful walk to try to find the truth. And I can say God's word has been a resounding truth, uh, in my life and the way that it's played out. So do you want to chat a little bit to what brought you into Bible study? Like, like paint the, the landscape of your life when you walked in that door the first day. I mean, I think for quite some time, like I always felt like something was missing. Right. Um, I feel like a lot of what has, there's always some sort of like, you know, the proverbial, was that the straw that breaks the camel's back that kind of brings you on your knees to Christ that brings you to the, to God. But even before that, before those kind of heavy moments where you don't really understand like what's going on, a lot of what, what I kind of felt was that, um, yeah, I kind of recall it's hard because like, it feels like I think back, I've been through so many different seasons and seasons and phases of my life that I feel like I am, what is this? How do I say this? Like life is too good, you know, like, and to some degree, maybe a little bit of guilt for that. You know, this is what I, I this is what I shot for. This is the goal that I wanted. This is what I wanted to accomplish. This is what I, what I worked so hard to do. Um, and then I get there and then you feel a little guilty. What was me, right? That's mm. You know, and then, of course, when it's too easy, something happens that makes it really, really hard or you invent it or God puts it in your path or I don't know. I don't know what else you want to call it, but that's kind of like kind of what brought me there. I think that a big part of it is, is having a strong leader and having someone you admire, because at the end of the day, a lot of like how we it always starts. It starts with your parents. Right. And I didn't really have very good parents. Right. Or I had mixed issues with my parents. And then what happened was I was always searching for this father figure or that's what it seemed like. I was always looking for someone to follow. When I worked at the gyms, I was a trainer at 24 Fitness for a long time. I would always, I'm always like trying to model somebody else. Right. Like they're successful. They're doing it. I'm just going to copy them. That's kind of like, kind of how I learned it. Right. Um, and I think coming across uh, uh, Ryan and his stuff and then just, you know, seeing this guy, you know, young, doing really well financially. Okay, let's go see what this guy's about. And then I, you know, follow him. And then like randomly, I'll go on his Instagram and I'll see on his stories that he'll be in a Bible study. He's like, wow, he really has a Bible study. I'm like, how does that even work? That's really weird. And this is when I was living in California. Yep. You know, I hadn't talked to Ryan yet or ever met him. And it was just like, you know, I. I think the thing is too, is like, there's just always this yearning of like, I think ever as a kid, 
that I have always like this desire to believe, right? I mean, I really wish that I could believe that I believed, you know, because in my life it would be so much easier. And um, I guess we find our own way to get there in different ways. And um, that's, I mean, that's kind of what happened. You know, I had, um, you know, something change with my family situation and I see my kids grow up. I have two girls, you know, um, two young girls, ten, uh, one turning nine, one 11. And then I got a son who's, who just turned 16. And about two years ago, you know, just watching them grow up, lots of things change. And it kind of like, it, it's a little bit of a wake up call because when they're little, and that's kind of when I look at you and I look at like Ryan and I look at like anyone else with younger kids that are like under five or six, right. Or in that age, like they become their own people. They become adults. Right. And seeing my son turn into that and change sort of like, Holy moly, this is like, I'm having an effect on these people who are the most important people in my life. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, I've always discounted um, Christ and God and all these, you know, Catholic school, Christianity, all of it, right? I've dabbled in and out throughout the years. I'm, I'm, I'll be 42 in February. So, like, I mean, like, it's it's has a, had a big impact in my life, whether I want to believe it or not, it, even if it was being Catholic, you know, and it has influenced me into the future as I've gotten older, right. you know, and you know, like, well, you know, if if you grew up without God, when you really think about it, like for someone who doesn't believe, who maybe grew up in a Catholic household like I have, and then you have this sort of cynic or pessimistic or sort of just, just sort of negative connotation towards Christ, and then you have your own get married and you have kids, and then you kind of maintain some of that attitude and you stay to some degree overly logical because that's, that's how I am, mm. you, you find that it doesn't, it doesn't really serve your family really well. Um, because especially, I mean, and I just know myself to a fact to be just very, very stoic, logical, trying to eliminate emotion. Everything is with reason. It's all math. You know, everything in our brain, it's just all swishing around. It's, it's really, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, see, the thing is about with God, the soul and all these things, none of this stuff can be proven, nor can it be disproven, right? In the sense that, is what we traditionally understand as of this moment, right? So I'm not here to argue those things. I just know I came to Christ at a point where I really needed it. And then I was able to find someone or get in touch with a group with, with Ryan and then a group of people who have just this amazing energy when you're in that room, right? There's something to be said about the people that you spend time with that have an impact on your being that really shape how you think. Um, that even if you don't even necessarily hang out with all these people, they, they affect you, you know? And I think more than anything, probably for me, for someone who's very like game theory oriented, very like checkmate, competition oriented, always thinking of people for self-interest, because that's just how I, I view the world. Sort of like, what's that book? I mean, I haven't read it, but I've, 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 I've read Cliff Notes on it, which is um, Ayn Rand books. You know, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, Atlas Drugged. Yeah, there's no, there's no altruism, right? It's all for yourself. And the thing that brings me to Christ, I think, is uh, for those that are a non-believer, and I always come from the position of being a non-believer. That's just how I think, is that when you get there, you, like, as someone that is a non-believer or coming from the non-believer side, you, like, there is no ulterior motive. 
right? Of course, they want to sell you into Christ. They want to get you to, to have him as your Lord and Savior. But there is no like trying to generate leads. You know, there's no trying to like make a sale, right? right? It's really just like you're just there. And they're like, how are you doing? You know, like it's, I don't know if it's more of a, because I think women tend to be more like that. And I'm definitely more on the side of just like functional relationship. I tend to be very transact. I mean, my brain still thinks very transactional. And I think going, I, I know this for sure, like going into God, accepting Christ and, and going through this has allowed me to sort of relinquish that transactional tendency in nature that I have mm. and say, hey, I'm gonna look at this in a different way. You know, and then as I've gotten to learn, and again, I'm still an amateur with the Bible, right? As I learn more about Christ, as I learn more about God, as I, as I get to know him, I become, you know, like, I always kind of chuckle when people say like, you know, the only perfect person was Jesus, you know, and, and I just kind of like try to, what does that mean? You know, to a non-believer, it, it, it does kind of, there's cynicism for it a lot of the time, especially for me, but like, but what does it really mean? You know, and it, all it really means most for most people is really just just an example to how to live.